Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. to AM. Keith McPherson checking in on a beautiful Friday night. New York City, let's get right. It's a freestyle Friday. I bet I flow tonight. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. It's a end of the week football Friday. So of course we're going to talk Jets, the Jets facing the Patriots. Revenge on their mind. I don't know how you're feeling Jets fans. Call me up and hype the tailgate. Tell me what Sunday's going to be like. We'll talk all the way through it. I'm not feeling that confident, but it doesn't matter what I think. On the other side with the Giants, going out there to face the 12th man, the Seahawks. Geno Smith versus Daniel Jones in the battle of quarterbacks that replaced Eli Manning. Let's see it. I think it's going to be a battle. I'm not feeling so confident about that either, but what's on tonight? The World Series, game one. I'm rooting for the Phillies, the lesser of two evils. The Phillies face the Astros down in Houston. I'll have eyes on that. And uh, right now, well, not right now, but I have on my TV some uh, NBA right now. I will definitely have eyes on this New York Knicks-Milwaukee Bucks game. The Milwaukee Bucks just faced the Brooklyn Nets a couple nights ago. So I can't wait to see what this point guard and the New York Knicks do against Giannis and the Bucks. If you want to call in and get on tonight, tonight is the night where you're, where you're definitely going to get on. Like, I'm taking calls. We've got a special guest lined up at some point tonight. It's Friday, Friday vibes, Friday energy, Friday mood. And uh, I don't know how you feel about this, but this kind of put me in a good mood from last night. Watching that Ravens-Bucks game, Tom Brady's demise will be televised. Now, I'm not talking about Brady and Giselle and, you know, that announcement coming out today. That's unfortunate. You're not rooting against the guy in his personal life with his wife and his kids. But I feel like he got a little too greedy. What else do you need, Tom Brady? You're the GOAT. You're the best quarterback, best football player, most Super Bowl rings. And you got greedy. Because you didn't get to retire on your own terms? 
You came back for more with Todd Bowles as the head coach. The Bucs are not good. I do not think Tom Brady's going back to another Super Bowl, and he's going out super sad. Like I said, Tom Brady's demise will be televised, and I thought we were going to see that back in 2017, 18, 19. It took all the way to 2022 for 45-year-old Tom Brady to just look like he doesn't have it and be on a team that doesn't have it. Good. Good. It's a changing of the guard right now. There's a lot of talk right now about Tom Brady struggling and LeBron James struggling and Kevin Durant struggling and some of these guys like Aaron Rodgers struggling that we've seen dominate for years. Well, maybe their time is up. There's some young bloods doing it in every sport. It's a changing of the guard, and that's good for sports. Sports Talk Radio tonight. I'm on till 12. Call me up, 877-337-6666. Now let's go back to why I'm not so pumped about the Jets and the Giants winning this week as everyone else. They're not secrets anymore, right? And you can't be a secret, right? There's no secrets in the NFL, but they're not sneaking up on anyone. They're not surprising anyone. And even though, again, they're underdogs in Vegas with the spread, I just think that these teams are going to be prepared for them. It's a rivalry between the Patriots and the Jets, a one-sided rivalry, but Bill Belichick, his defense is going to be prepared. They talk about Bill Belichick versus a rookie quarterback. Well, Zach Wilson pretty much is a rookie quarterback. He still hasn't played uh, 16 games. So expect to see Zach Wilson under duress. Expect to see different looks, different fronts. And expect Bill Belichick to knock him off his game where they'll have to really rely on the run game. And now the Jets do not have Brees Hall. And most importantly, they don't have Elijah Vera Tucker. This is a week where they'll have to call on the next man up. We saw that they went and made the trade for James Robinson. Good. But do we know what he's going to be? If he's going to be full go and ready to go, he's definitely not going to be Brees Hall. But speaking of trades... The New York football giants made a trade this week, getting Kadarius Tony out of here. You got to applaud these guys. Brian Dable and Joe Shane getting a third and a six for that kid who barely has played in the NFL. That's awesome. And I don't know if the Jets or I don't know if the Giants are going to make more trades to try and bolster their team, but uh, I feel like that's addition by subtraction. That's removing a cancer. And that's getting value for a guy that you didn't draft and who clearly didn't want to be here. The Giants have to go face the 12th man. The Giants have to go face a Seahawks team who will be without DK Metcalf. But the emergence of Kenneth Walker III is what's really making them go right now. Yes, Geno Smith has been good. He's been accurate. He looks like an NFL quarterback after all of this time. Former Jet, former Giant. And uh, he's getting a chance to lead the way for a first-place team in Seattle. And you know their fans are going to be fired up. You know that Pete Carroll is going to have them ready. And for this Giants winning streak, if they're able to go into enemy territory out there in Washington and steal another win late in the fourth quarter, that's kind of been their recipe. That's going to be super impressive going into the bye week. But I'm just not sure that that's going to happen. It's the NFL Any given Sunday, anything can happen. It's hard to win games in the NFL. Call me up tonight and tell me what you're thinking. We'll talk all around it. Baseball, basketball, World Series. I've got the Phillies. Phillies in seven. 
I don't think they can beat him in four, five, or six. Phillies in seven. Uh, the lesser of two evils. I'm a Yankees fan. Can't root for the Astros. But honestly, whoever wins is a slap in the face to the Yankees either way. The team that swept you, the team that owns you and has eliminated you, the last, I don't know, three times you've made it to the ALCS. And if you go back to 15, they knocked you out in a single uh, elimination wildcard game that you hosted. You don't want to see those guys win another World Series, especially since everybody talks down on their 2017 World Series since it was tainted with the trash cans and the cheating scandal. If they go get it this year, that kind of shuts everybody up. Then you actually have to move on and you have to give them credit for going to get it in 2022 on the Philly side. Man, I really don't want to see the city of Philadelphia celebrate. I don't want to see them happy like that again. You know, when they beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, I was hoping Tom retired then. (laughs) They set the city on fire. Now they're greasing up the poles so people can't climb up them. Now they're taking precautions just in case Philadelphia burns with the World Series. And why is that a smack in the face to the New York Yankees? Well, a few reasons. I've called the Phillies Yankees South. Seems like they were taking a lot of pages out of the Yankees book and players from the Yankees, even the Yankees' former manager, Joe Girardi. But now the guy that led them to the World Series, Rob Thompson, is a guy that was in the Yankees system for almost a decade. That's a guy that the Yankees actually interviewed in the round of interviews that they chose Aaron Boone, who had no coaching experience, no managing experience. Now you see Rob Thompson go down there as an interim manager, take the Phillies to the World Series, and uh, now he's read up to be their manager moving forward. I think it's a slap in the face for the Yankees because when was the last World Series that the Yankees went to and won? 2009. So Philadelphia figured out how to get back to a World Series before the 27-time champs. That's tough. Keith McPherson on the fan got eyes on the Knicks and the Bucks. We will talk about that. Jalen Brunson is the man all the way. He's worth every penny already. The Knicks look good. The Nets look bad. And uh, I'll be locked in on this game because I just watched Giannis have his way against the Nets. They don't call fouls on that guy. He can do whatever he wants. I'm interested to see if that happens again against the Knicks. And I'm interested to see how the Knicks look against better competition. Now, that you know, they, they beat the Hornets. They beat the Pistons. They beat the Magic. Now here you go. You got to go into Milwaukee and face Giannis and the Bucks, And they're a tough team to beat. Also watching the World Series and just watching out for sports in general. Your official station to talk Jets. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Let's get it, man. Keith McPherson on the fan checking in for a five-hour show. Shout out to you wherever you are, whatever you're doing, whatever you chose to do tonight. Maybe you had to go to work. Maybe you're driving. Maybe you're chilling. Maybe you're cracking a beer open or making a drink. Have one for me. I got you for the next five hours. I'll be here till midnight talking through all the sports. I didn't mention that the Devils are on. I've got that game on now. Over in New Jersey, Newark, The Rock. Hosting the Avalanche. Hopefully this one doesn't get out of hand. Let's go Devils. Uh, The Islanders are on against the Hurricanes. Other than that, the Rangers aren't on until tomorrow. Got a a little bit of an eye on the hockey, but World Series tonight. Knicks are on tonight. It's a football Friday, and we're going to talk through all the football, not just Jets and Giants, but 
all of the games coming up, I have thoughts on. We're at week eight already, eight out of 18. And uh, like I said, any given Sunday, anything can happen. It's hard to win in the NFL. And I think today I listened to WFAN and even, you know, online and the sentiment around the Jets is revenge and they got to blow them out and you, you, you got to just like rein it back in and realize that, you know, the Jets are good this year. The Jets have won some games this year, but they're not a dominant force yet. They have survived the play of Zach Wilson. It's not like he is propelling them. That defense is stacked. That defense, I was thinking today, they have to score some points. Remember me on Sunday when Sauce has a pick six or uh, Quentin Williams has a scoop and score. They need to put points on the board coming up this weekend. Mac Jones, right? It's funny. I was talking about Tom Brady's demise. And his, his demise is being televised, and so is the Patriots without him. Uh, my wife is a Patriots fan, and I've been counting the years and seasons until we would get here. And, you know, she's not really that into the Patriots as much anymore, right? They don't have Tom Brady, and they don't actually have a quarterback. They thought they drafted Mac Jones and found the quarterback of the future. He's got a little bit of a question mark over him. He got hurt. He came back last week, played three series. They had to bench him for Bailey Zappi. Okay, he took all the first string reps for the most part this week. They're setting him up to be the starter. But how's he going to perform against this Jets defense? It's, it's all about the Jets defense and about the offense. Elijah Moore is going to play for the Jets. Maybe they can get him the ball. Maybe he can make some plays and he'll be happy. But, man, I'm looking at Zach Wilson. You lost Brees Hall, who was a game breaker, Brees Lightning. And now you go to James Robinson as a replacement, but he's not Brees Hall. Zach, you got to do it, bro. I'd like to see Zach with his legs a little bit. I'd like to see him create a little bit. Uh, His favorite target over the last two years is Corey Davis. Corey Davis, I don't believe, is playing. And Elijah Moore is playing. So he's got to find these guys. I saw Braxton Berrios had a little bit of an uptick in his projected points in fantasy. So maybe they're expecting him to get the ball. He's a guy that I I could see them doing uh, reverses or little gadget plays or some handoffs too. But they got to get creative and they got to be able to score. Uh, like I said, I expect Bill Belichick to frustrate Zach Wilson. Think back to last year. I was at this game, and many of you listening remember what I say about this game. It was the season opener at Jet Life, and Zach Wilson threw three interceptions. I think his first three attempts, he looked like a rookie quarterback, first game of the year. Uh, Bill Belichick is known for disrupting these rookie quarterbacks, showing them different fronts, different schemes. They think it's one coverage, and it actually is another. So I expect him to be prepared. Don't count out that Patriots defense. I expect it to be low scoring. Um, Jets fans, call me up and tell me how you're feeling. I'm not trying to rain on your parade. I'm just letting you know it's not going to be a cakewalk. It's not going to be a blowout party. It's not going to be, oh, we're getting our revenge And we're going to smack the Patriots in MetLife Stadium and party all day. There's going to be some times where it's close. It might be close the whole game. And this is a game that I think Zach Wilson has to be the difference maker. And that defense has to score. Let's see what we've got on the line. Let's go to Matt in Westchester on the fan. What's up, Matt? First up. Keith, what's up? It's good to hear your voice again, man. How are you? I'm good. Happy to be here. Pumped up to have a five-hour show and to be on a little earlier. Yeah, I hear you. Like, I'm... Start off with the Jets, and I'm right there with you. Listen, I, I've heard people talking about all week that we have to step on the throat of the uh, of the New England Patriots. I don't see it happening. I, and I'll just 
a little story going back. The day before my son was born, I watched the Jets step on the throat of Peyton Manning's Colts to the tune of 41 to nothing. You know, and that that was the coming up of the time that the Jets were were having a resurgence, right? I don't think that this game is that. I think if we squeeze out any kind of win, right, it's the kind of win that we need. You know, if it's a twenty-one seventeen win, if we have you know, and if we turn the ball, you know, if we get some defensive play that uh, that uh, get some turnovers out of it, 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 you know, and just like you said, Belichick is gonna come at this quarterback that we have and test him and yep. test. And and so, also, uh, it's 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 later in the season than people realize. That's why I said they're not sneaking up on anyone anymore. It's week eight. There's plenty of film to see exactly what these teams do. Bill Belichick is a great coach, and uh, he definitely doesn't like the Jets. So he's going to be prepared and he's going to be ready. And I know last season that the the Patriots came in and they put up you know in that last game they called it their homecoming game. They put up 54 points on the Jets and they really rubbed it in. But uh, I don't think it's going to be a complete reversal. I don't see a 54-13 win for the Jets. The Jets have to fight and claw and scratch for this one. Yeah, and, and to, to the same point, I don't like the idea that they're putting off fireworks and everything like that. I think we have to walk into this like soldiers. <laughs> yeah, not like, I saw that. You know what I mean? So for people you know, listening not- that might not have heard this, but if you listen to WFAN, you heard this. There's fireworks that will go off an hour before the kickoff on Sunday. Uh, and Rob Sala said that's a sign for you guys to pack it up, get in the stadium, and let's see if we can get this thing loud. It'll be loud, but people are going to be partying, people are going to be tailgating, and I guess the fireworks are cool, but uh, we'll see if that moves people into the stadium faster. I expect it to be a good crowd regardless and an awesome tailgate. Yeah, but but it, but five or two at where we are right now. I just think like let let's let's hold off on the uh, on the balloons and the fireworks. Let's just like let's just walk in like soldiers. Let's do what we need to do. Let's let's sure. let, let's make like listen. It's going to be a defensive game regardless on you know on both sides of the ball. I think and and if we you know if we could put twenty up and make a win out of it, that's that's. Uh, that uh, that's a victory. A win is a win. You just need to secure the win. Bill Belichick definitely doesn't like losing back-to-back games, so he's going to be prepared, and they're going to be fighting. Mac Jones is fighting for his job. I'm just cautioning Jets fans. I know you guys don't get that many opportunities like this. I know you haven't had that many seasons where you got five wins in October, but do not underestimate your opponent. They're still the New England New England Patriots. They're not the Patriots of old with Tom Brady and some of these other guys. But there's still an NFL team that's going to be prepared, and they're going to be trying to make up for the embarrassment that they had on Monday Night Football. For sure, for sure. And listen, uh, um, on a personal note, I didn't know that your wife was a uh, Patriots fan. God, uh, uh, my heart reaches out to you. Barely man. anymore. Yeah, barely anymore. But I had to, I've had to live through Super Bowls. Uh, her her dad and her sister they're all Patriots fan. I've had to sit through Super Bowls with them celebrating. I'm a, I'm a Cowboys fan, so. Like Super Bowl is not even a, a thing for Dallas Cowboys. I've sat through multiple Super Bowls with them winning, betting against Tom Brady. I always lost those bets. I've just been waiting for the guy to retire and hang it up. He's Benjamin Button, but no, his his demise will be televised. We're seeing it now, and uh, you know that yeah, yeah. 
not not throwing the uh, Giselle stuff on top of it. You know, I'm not rooting for the guy's marriage to fail and for his kids to suffer. But uh, it's all compounded. Totally agree with you, man. I mean, that listen, anytime that thing happens to somebody in a human, like that, that's doesn't matter how much money you have, how much you know. Like, listen, if you're going through the demise of a marriage, that's a terrible thing. And I, I like, I'm not rooting for a marriage to fail or anything like that. But, but Tom Brady, you know. the football player, yeah. Tom Brady, the quarterback, yeah. Get him up out of here. We've seen enough, Tom. Hang it up. He's not going to hang it up midseason. But that's a conversation too. Is he going to retire midseason? No, he's not going to literally quit he's not going to leave those guys out to dry and uh i don't know we'll see what their season turns into but i hope that they don't make the playoffs and and he's done and he and he has to retire yeah i'm with you keith listen man keep doing what you're doing you uh you sound good it's good to hear you um i'm gonna be listening for the rest of the night man thanks matt appreciate the call yeah don't want to confuse uh tom brady's demise i just think it's you know it's all lumped in right I was thinking about his demise last night watching him like they he's so efficient in the red zone I think they might have shown his numbers like he can't score now like he can't make the throws can't make the reads he'll tick slower and good we've been waiting to see when's this guy gonna show signs of aging when's this guy not gonna be able to get it done we know upstairs he's seen every coverage He, he knows every play every route every formation but when's he going to just not be able to get it done? And and this is the year. This is it. And I, I came into the season saying, you know what? Somebody's just got to put a hit on him. Someone's just got to knock him out of a game. I don't even want him to get hit anymore. I just want him to just slowly fade out after last year, which he had an MVP season. In my opinion, he should have been the MVP. To this year where the team sucks. The Bucks are not good. Todd Bowles and the Buccaneers. <laughs> I don't know what they thought this year. I don't You know, they... They move on from Bruce Arians, and they try to start looking for a quarterback, and that's what I'm saying with his demise, right? He was about to retire, and I think his retirement news came out around the same time of the Brian Flores news that Brian Flores was suing the NFL, and I I don't think he liked that. Uh, That immediately took all the focus and attention in the NFL offseason, and Tom Brady didn't like the fact that he didn't get to retire on his own terms. So this is a sociopath, a guy that can't handle that, can't handle that, oh, it leaked that I'm retiring and, you know, I've got this TV deal coming and this, that. Well, he forced his way back in the league, and if you remember in the summer, he took 11 days off in the middle of training camp. And I think they said it was for, like, a family vacation or something that he had planned. Yeah, I'm sure his family thought, hey, you won't be reporting to training camp this summer. Maybe we can do some, go somewhere. It's it's unfortunate that, uh, you know, this guy is so wrapped up in football and his legacy. He's done enough. He's done enough. I don't think there will be another quarterback better than Tom Brady as far as Super Bowls go, winning, stats, numbers. Like, he he's the GOAT. But he got a little bit greedy and uh, a little bit too controlling with how he went out and how his retirement was announced. And he said he's coming back. And now this is the year where he did too much. You came back for another year. You don't have it. The team doesn't look good. You lose to the Ravens. Uh, you just came off a loss, losing to the Panthers, 21-3. Couldn't find the end zone. Like, that's that's the thing. Tom Brady, you've seen throw to 100 different receivers. It doesn't matter who his receivers are. This year, can't get it done. Uh, they have a bunch of losses, and I'm still kind of tight that they beat the Cowboys week one. The Cowboys have two losses, and that first loss against the Bucks, 
Cowboys couldn't find the uh, the end zone. But, yeah, Tom Brady, sorry about it, bro. Like, I don't feel bad for him as a football player. feel bad for any man that's home is being divided. His wife is, you know, his wife has to put out a public statement. But I know there's some Tom Brady haters that don't mind that. His de- demise being televised, I like that, though. I like seeing him on that field not look ultra-powerful. Mike is in Union, New Jersey, on the fan. Mike, what's up with you? Oh, what's up, Keith, man? I, I love your show, man. But uh, I tell you what, once you opened up the show talking about my guy, Tom Brady, I was I almost was left with my mouth open. I'm Patriots like, fan? oh, my gosh. I'm sorry, what you say? Are you, are you a Tom Brady fan, a Patriots fan? You said you're a guy, I'm a, Tom Brady. I'm a, I'm a big-time uh, Patriots fan before the Tom Brady era. Actually, Drew Bledsoe is the guy that got me uh, as a Patriots fan uh, as a kid. But um, I'll tell you what, man, you're right. I mean, look, Brady... He he might have played an extra year more than he should have possibly, but I don't think it's fair to say like, oh, you know, his demise is going to be on TV for everyone to see. Like, I don't even think it's really like he that he's like deteriorating that badly. I think it's just like you know, age might be catching up a little bit. You know, the league might be catching up to him too, but he still is the goat. Like you mentioned before, like he will be forever the greatest quarterback. I don't even think Mahomes will get close. I don't think anyone will get close. Um, so, yeah, people might enjoy it now, this season. But, you know, if, if he's done after this season, you know, in the future, the guy's going to be, um, you know, talked about. We're never, never going to see a guy like this. So I think we really should start appreciating it instead of um, kind of like re- relishing in the in the moment of, of his demise. You know what I mean? Like, there's an end to everybody's career, you know? Uh, I wish he was going to end it in a Patriots jersey, uh, but it is what it is. I mean, you know, he, the guy, like I said, the guy's just a, a straight-up legend. You know, you can't – it, it's hard to, it's he hard to hate on goat, him. He is a GOAT, but I definitely love to hate on him. Thanks for the call, Mike. I, I don't know. I'm one of those people I just never – I've just got tired of Tom Brady. I played football. I respect him as a quarterback. I played quarterback. I understand how hard it is to play the position, all that. But, uh, man, talk about a guy that's so self-absorbed. And so, like, it's football over everything. He wore a shirt today, or not today, he wore a shirt this year with his self on the back of it. It was like a picture from high school, his high school yearbook, and it had something like greatest of all time. He's wearing that in a warm-up before a game. I just think the guy is so self-centered and so wrapped up in, like, I'm the GOAT, I can get back to the Super Bowl. I can Like, he's, he's beyond other things. I think he needs to stop. You saw him uh, in his press conferences, like, what happened to his face? He's turned into Slender Man. Like, did he get some type of surgery done, or is he just not eating right? Is he stressed out? You know, I actually don't mind seeing him deteriorate. Like, so, yeah, he's the GOAT. Legacy-wise, it's sealed. So why'd you need to come back this year? He could have retired last year, statistically, as honestly, I thought he he was going to win the MVP. You know, Aaron Rodgers got it, but statistically he was up there. And then he was in the playoffs as well. That wasn't enough. The year before, you won the Super Bowl again. Seven rings. You're the GOAT. What's he been to, 10 Super Bowls? Enough already, Tom. We, we're we all forced this Tom Brady, Tom Brady, Tom Brady. It's shoved in our faces every football season all year round. Tom is uh, America's sweetheart, can't do any wrong. Now you're seeing the wrong. Now you're seeing... Uh, the negative of being greedy and coming back to the NFL and forcing your way back in after you were retired, after you should like you're 45, bro. Step out. Let somebody else eat. That's what I'm on. Let some of the young guys rock. Let some of the young guys 
take over the league. The league is in great hands. He just lost last night to Lamar Jackson, who is the 2017 MVP. No, 2019 MVP. Tom Brady was the 2017 MVP. So you're seeing MVP versus MVP last night. Lamar Jackson is the future. He's trying to get his bag. He's trying to get paid. Patrick Mahomes, the last caller suggested Patrick Mahomes won't get there. I don't expect Patrick Mahomes to have seven rings. He is the baby goat. He's the modern-day quarterback that everyone looks at as the best in the game. He has a ring. He's been to a couple couple Super Bowls. Josh Allen. Josh Allen's another guy that you see as, like, a dominant quarterback. If he can get to the Super Bowl this year or in the next year, maybe he'll be in the conversation. Jalen Hurts. Uh, Justin Herbert. Joe Burrow. There's enough young talent in the NFL Bow out, Tom. Bow out. Now you can't bow out gracefully. Your demise will be televised through the next 10 weeks of the NFL season. Uh, We're hearing reports about him, like, sulking at his locker, uh, sitting there in his pads after the game. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. He's probably sitting there thinking about, wow, we just lost another game. We're 3-5. and I came back for this. Publicly, my divorce is all over everywhere. And tomorrow they're going to release Giselle's statement. And, you know, this is just bad. And like I said, I'm not rooting for the guy to, you know, his marriage to fail and his kids to suffer. But, hey, it's it's cause and effect. Maybe you should have stepped out and stayed out and prioritized your kids and your marriage and your life instead of trying to be Mr. Football all day, every day. And you weren't even there to be there for your team, right? Like I said, he took off 11 days in training camp, but then recently He skipped a practice or a team meeting to go to Robert Kraft's wedding? Come on, you can't do both. You can't have it both ways. And now we're all watching you suffer and fail. I have to uh, give you guys an update. I thought the Devils scored. I was about to celebrate that and be like, yo, Devils took the lead, won nothing. They brought that back or reviewed it or something, and it's off the board. Still 0-0 over at the Rock. But the Devils are fighting. They're, They're playing hard. I don't know what happened there, Paul. Why'd they take that goal off? Thought we were celebrating. Thought we were partying. They were up one nothing, and then they took that off. The play was offsides. So the Devils were offsides. The Avalanche coach challenges it. He wins. Clear offsides. Good call. All right. Well, come on, Devils. I, you know what? I feel like those type of things in hockey, like that swings the momentum, right? The fans in there, woo! Got that first goal, and then it gets taken off. And now if the Avalanche end up scoring first, that's going to be awesome. Yeah, the only good thing with that is most fans are have their phones, and if there's a challenge, they'll look, and it's clear, like, offside. So they already know before the announcement that it's goal's going to get taken off the board. Yeah. So it's not, like, that excited. bad. Right. All right. Well, as we proceed, 877-337-6666, a lot to talk about. I'll table the Tom Brady stuff, but uh, any chance that I get to, you know, <laughs> remind you guys that Tom Brady is failing and that it isn't all rainbows and butterflies with this guy. And uh, you can be too greedy. There is a such thing as trying to get too much. The guy that has the world has it all. Uh, wanted to come back to the NFL and he's struggling and the team is losing. And this is a year where it looked like, you know, a cakewalk, especially in that NFC South trash teams. Um, the Panthers, they just fired Matt Rule. They're shopping guys. They traded Christian McCaffrey. The Falcons behind Marcus Mariota, I don't know what they are. One week they look all right, the next week they're getting smoked. They're not good. And then you have the Saints, who now they're going to roll with Andy Dalton after his performance last week. But, I mean, Andy Dalton? Andy Dalton has been a backup now on three different teams the last few years. 
He's not the answer. Jameis Winston is healthy. They're still rolling with him. What I'm saying is Tom Brady definitely thought that, oh, we win the NFC South. You know, there's no dominant team in the NFC this year. The Rams aren't going to repeat. Aaron Rodgers and the Packers don't look good. If you look at the NFC, I guess the Eagles right now being undefeated, they're the team that everyone's favoring, but there's a long way to go. Uh, The Cowboys might be another team up there. The Giants are another team up there, but there's a long way to go. And I just don't think at 3-5, and uh, Tom Brady at 45 has it in him to even will these guys to the victories that they have to uh, obtain to get into the dance and make a run to the playoffs this year. They might miss it. And uh, I'm not sure about that division, but that's what you get, Tom. Sorry about it, but not not really that sorry. That's what you get, bro. You should have hung it up. You should have just rode off into the sunset with your almost MVP and your seventh. He should have just retired after that Super Bowl. Your seventh ring. Couldn't have just retired after that. Be careful what you wish for. Be careful what you ask for. Be careful what you do. Sometimes there's too much. All right, we got to break it down. 877-337. A six, a six, two more sixes. That's the number to dial if you want to get on the show. I am waiting for World Series Game 1 to start. I am waiting for the Knicks and Bucks game to start. Keith McPherson on the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I'll be right back. Let it rip. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit superbook.com. Hey, yo, we on the fan, man. We on the fan, man. We on the fan, man. Let's get it. Keep McPherson on the fan. We got another break coming soon. But I would like to take some calls and talk some sports. Breaking news that came out during the break. Paulie brought my attention to this. I'm trying to find out more. But Josh Primo, who was a number 12 overall pick for the San Antonio Spurs, has been completely cut, waived, released. I don't know what he did. He might have pulled a Deshaun Watson or worse because the San Antonio Spurs don't usually just drop guys like that. He's, he played, I don't know, I'm trying to find out more. There's a lot of speculation right now, and uh, <laughs> the Spurs have now released two of their first-round picks, Luke Semenik and Josh Primo. So what's going on over there? I don't know. Something is up. Greg Popovich, the Spurs, uh, history of winning, a winning culture. 
Uh, people have talked about them tanking, but now I don't think you, you're tanking by just waving guys, just releasing guys. I'm guessing he did something more than uh, basketball-related things. It had to be something off the court, and uh, we'll find out about that coming up, I guess, in the next couple days. It's a stunning release. The NBA world is tweeting about it right now. He's the number 12 overall pick in the 2021 NBA draft, and the Spurs have waved him. Anyway, let's see what we got here. I'm looking at this World Series hype, MLB Network. Some of my MLB Network buddies are out there covering it. It's crazy. The Fall Classic is upon us. In New York, we touched the money way too much. <laughs> but I told y'all that. I mean, every time they said, well, what about a Subway Series? I'm like, I guess. I'm like, but do you know how much has to go right for that to happen? Oh, Keith, you want a Subway Series? I'm like, not really. But if it happened, sure. I guess it'd be good for the station, good for the city. But nah, neither one of those teams are in it. And uh, here we are in another offseason with question marks. And uh, I just want the World Series to end. Phillies in four. Now, it can't be Phillies in four, so I think it's going to take a while. And it'll be Phillies in seven, maybe. My hope is that they mash. I hope Kyle Schwarber and Reese Hoskins and Nick Castellanos and JT Real Muto and the MVP Bryce Harper. I hope they can just out hit the Astros. It isn't like the Astros have been demolishing the baseball. It isn't like their guys like Jordan Alvarez or Jose Altuve have had great postseasons. They haven't. In the Yankees series, the Yankees gave them those games. Literally laid down, made stupid moves out of the pen, uh, didn't go for it in the beginning, and uh, made errors, and you guys know you watched. Made it easy for them. The Astros are a good team, but the Yankees certainly didn't really challenge them. Uh, looking at this Philly series, I'm hoping that Philly has the momentum from being a wild card team that was down 2 nothing in that first game, and then in the top of the ninth, they come all the way back, and then they end up putting six runs up. I'm hoping that they just ride that momentum, and their fans I know will be behind them, and I'm hoping that Philadelphia can win and the Houston Astros go another year without winning the World Series. It would be a better story for Philadelphia. So Yankees South, I'm rolling with you. Uh, other than that, let's see who we got on the phones before we get to the next break. My guy Rick in Tampa, I spotted <laughs> you on the line. What's up? Yeah. Yo, Keith, I'm here, man. I tell you, you got to tell you, I, you know what? I got to jump on the baseball wagon real quick because I haven't talked to you since our demise as planned. You know, every I call in all the time, and in the beginning of the season for the last five or six years, I've said to whether it's Moose or you or anybody, I, I don't care what they do, the Yankees do, in June, July, August. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And it only matters what happens in October. They disappoint every single year. And they're here this year. I'm caught into the judge. He's going to hit 62 and run. We win. <laughs> We're the team that ever, ever played the game since the 26 Yankees. And I'm sitting there going, this may be different, but it's not. It's nope. not. It's sickening. It's the same thing. And the guys, all those guys that we hang on Twitter, these uh, positive thinkers going, oh, this is the year. It's not. It's never been the year. Things have to change. I don't know if it's going to change. I'm really bummed out about it. So that's it for baseball. I'm done with it. I'm ready for football season. Focusing ahead. And <clears throat> that's it. I mean, hopefully things will change. I don't think they are. We'll see what happens.
happen to every single year. And you yep. know what I mean by Deja that. Deja vu. So, it's the same it, thing. Rinse and repeat. They, they've, they've come up short, day. but they sell you on World Series, World Series, winning a title, <laughs> winning a title from spring training all the way until they get close to, you know, getting back to a World Series and they come up short and then they point to all okay. the excuses. Yeah, well, again, and you know what? Go Rob Thompson. He's a Yankee, man. He could have been the Yankee. Yeah, maybe it would have been better with him than Boone. Who knows? I'm not going to go down that road. That's, but a, go Rob that's a crazy thought to have. Maybe the Yankees would have been better off with a baseball guy that coached at multiple <laughs> levels that actually is on the field versus a yeah. former player that was on ESPN Sunday Night Baseball and they went yeah. with the guy that they knew would be good with the media from the yeah. media and listen to everything they wanted to execute on the yeah. field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was... <laughs> And putting it that way, exactly. So that's it. We put that aside. And I tell you right now, Keith, I'm, Thanksgiving, man. Giants, Cowboys. Woo. Boy, you couldn't ask for a better Thanksgiving turkey day. I I'm so scared. And I tell you, <laughs> oh, hey, listen, we going, <clears throat> listen, going out to Seattle now, and the chance that we have here with Tony gone for whatever. And I tell you right now, if Tony plays next week for the Kansas City Chiefs, I, I mean, that dude, I just hate him even more. And I'm a Florida guy, man, because that means he, he it was it was just a bad situation with the Giants. And I tell you, we're going in, Metcalf's hurt. They have their problems. Again, underdog Giants going out there. If we could pull this off somehow, and I think there's some avenues, there's some paths, as Parcells used to say, to victory for the Giants. Um, it could be a, a could be a great coming out of the bye with a couple a couple teams like shoot, we should win. I'm telling you right now, the East is looking good with your Cowboys and the Eagles who look unbeatable. It's going to be some crazy football season. But I'm telling you, this week's a winnable game. But, you know, real quickly, I'm the Jets fans. I was listening to all day, you know, with Evan and those guys, how they want to beat up. Why? New England's a two-and-a-half-point favorite. They should be a touchdown underdog the way they've been playing. That's a weird line. I just noticed that. So, you know, you got to be concerned if you're a Jet fan of that alone with that. But uh, we, we got to win this week as a Giant fan. And I think, I mean, it's going to be, it, we have a chance. Yep. And it's, it would be another notch in Gable and our uh, Dable and our coaching staff as Wink and them look for the, to uh, maximize the, uh, the weaknesses of, of Seattle at this point. But it's going to be good. Danny versus Gino. <clears throat> we'll see what happens. Thanks and for the call, Rick. Also, Saquon versus Kenneth Walker. I mean, this is going to be a good game. But you always look at the spread and you wonder, what does Vegas know? What's Vegas thinking? And then when they're right, it's always like, oh, they knew all along. So in this Jets game, in this Giants game, they're expecting them to be close games. They're favoring the opposition. I understand that in Washington. I understand that going out there and facing the Seahawks and the 12th man. We had Darius Slayton on yesterday, Kim Jones and I. We interviewed him, and he talked about going out there the COVID year and how boring it was, right? You go to Seattle, you want to see the fans. The fans are in costumes, and it's Halloween weekend. You bet they're going to be in costumes. You bet they're going to be dressed up. They're going to be fired up to root on their first-place Seahawks. The Giants have to go in there and deal with that. Let's see how this team, this new coaching staff, this quarterback with this new coaching staff, let's see how they operate under the you know loud environment that the 12th man can create. I think it's going to be a heavy run game, Kenneth Walker versus Saquon Barkley, and it's going to be about who takes care of the football, you know, Geno versus Daniel Jones. And I think 
The X factor is Daniel Jones's legs. He's able to run the ball, and they're going to need him to run the ball and uh, get first downs and add some yards with his legs. And I think they can, but I'm 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 telling you, it is not a guarantee that they keep on rolling. Right? They're on this win streak, great, but if there's a bump in the road, it's this one. They could be looking ahead to the bye week. And that's a tough place to go play. And Pete Carroll has been coaching his guys up as well. And same thing with the Jets. Bill Belichick is coming in, not trying to lose back-to-back games, trying to figure out his quarterback situation. And he's studying film. And I'm sure he studied the Jets' offense. And he knows what to do to frustrate Zach Wilson. Zach's got to stand up and make some plays. It's not going to be a blowout. They're not going to beat them 35-0 or 54-13 like the Patriots did last time they faced the Jets. They're going to be grind-out wins. And I have a little more confidence in the Giants, a little more confidence in the Giants grounding, uh, grinding out a win than the Jets. But we'll talk all around it. I'll look up some defensive ranks and some other opponents that they might have faced and some stuff like that. We'll do all of that when we come back, but we've got to take a break. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.